0: Welcome, welcome to the Accept Then Achieve podcast, where we help high achievers follow their hearts and achieve more through self-acceptance first. I'm your host, Dr. Tony, MD, cartoonist, and nomad. I was a model Asian child, an Ivy League doctor until age 30. But in 2018, I quit to pursue my true passions for art, teaching, and traveling the world, despite furious backlash, disappointment, and outcasting from my Asian immigrant family. Tiger parenting and other high-pressure cultures demand that we conform and achieve in order to finally feel worthy, good enough, and acceptable. But they have it backwards. Achieving through pushing and shaming ourselves wrecks our mental health and can only get us so far. We may end up feeling burned out or empty because those goals weren't truly meaningful to us, even though we did all the right things. There's a kinder, wiser, and more effective way to live and achieve this show will help you discover who you truly are apart from others' expectations and create an authentic and joyful life of natural excelling from your fullest expression. Who you are is more than okay and more than enough. You belong unconditionally and you can actually achieve more if you accept first. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, hello happy February, and I am so sorry this episode is late. I've been trying my best to keep up with releasing them every Wednesday and alternating a solo and a guest one, but life just got away from me last month, and for a lot of good things, exciting things, work stuff, a new program, and being in my favorite, one of my favorite places in the world, Chiang Mai, Thailand, that just has such amazing things going on every single day. If you've never been here, I recommend you come for at least a week and just see what it's like. Everything is so accessible, close together within a five, 10 minute taxi ride. And you can find any activity to suit whatever tastes you have. I have quite a diversity of tastes. So I play badminton three times a week. Ultimate Frisbee, three times a week. I go to dance lessons such as bachata, salsa, and tango, and a lot of foodie-related events too, nomads events, some hiking to see the cherry blossoms that were in season, uh, you name it. There's And there were board games and, oh, just so many wonderful things. And I was finding that I had really had to protect my energy and really check in with my body because it's like up here I wanted to do everything and be everywhere and I genuinely enjoyed them but I also knew I had to make time for my work and my passions and uh, I think it was also because it was such a whirlwind just only two and a half weeks there because I stayed in Bangkok the first week for an ultimate frisbee tournament that I found myself with very crunched time in Chiang Mai to see all the friends and also to fit in. A friend had invited me on this really cool opportunity to speak to a children's center NGO that actually took care of children from the rural villages in the mountains and gave them an opportunity to get Education, sort of like a boarding school where they take care of them and send them off to school more in the city. And it was wonderful. Um, And an issue that they were facing was that every summer or so, at least a few of the teenage girls ended up unintentionally getting pregnant and then weren't able to finish school. And so this person knew my background as a gynecologist and now a relationship coach and sex educator. And she's like, Tony, can you do anything to help these girls just know how to better protect themselves or navigate this? And so uh, it was a um, religious institution. So I didn't know how direct or explicit to be, but I'm glad that with the solution that I came up with, which was very focused on mental health and self-love as well, and really just reminding everyone, boys and girls, of that. They were all teenagers of various ages, that to really value yourself and to take your time getting to know someone and really giving... um, your your time and energy intentionally to someone who also values you, who really sees what an amazing precious gem that you are. And that and that takes time and that takes consistency and, and that uh, everything. So um it was just really gratifying. And also to be able to share my story and challenges and everything with them as well because Many of them also had very dysfunctional families and backgrounds and ha- also had um, really difficult um, times with their mental health and even suicidal ideations. so um, I I'd definitely hope that that uh, event really helped shift something for them. And I would go back, except I had to leave Thailand already. I only had the 30-day visa. And now I just got to Malaysia and I'm just trying to catch up a little bit on everything that that got piled up. And I'm also, I think I may have mentioned trying to finish and release my book on Lunar New Year, which is in a week on February 10th, uh, called Why You No Doctor Anymore honoring your family and yourself too. So a lot of really awesome projects in the works and everything. And I guess I just wanted to share in this episode just a bit of what I went through and maybe some tips as well on if you're feeling overwhelmed with everything you have going on, how do you prioritize? How on earth do you say no? How do you check in on the things you actually want to do versus the ones that you are more second tier or just how to shuffle things around and and how to really maintain your energy so that you don't burn out even from doing fun things. And this is quite an off the cuff episode. I'm just sharing a little bit here, but just mostly, mostly an update um, from me, but yeah. Oh, and also just one of the previous podcast episodes, the microphone got so strange. So I had to take that down and I will re-record it at some point and put it back up later. If you were wondering where that went, that's where it went. So everything should be settled by the end of this month. So thank you for listening and bearing with me. I truly appreciate that you are here and you are choosing to spend your time here with me, hanging out with me, listening to my voice and my stories and experiences and everything. um, I really don't take it lightly that you are listening. So thank you so much. Um, So if you are also like me, a highly sensitive person, HSP, we um, have, or being an introvert, just every person I think has a unique capacity on what is healthy and energizing for them, or just their energy with how they can spend it during the day or the week or the month, and I found that I definitely need a certain amount of alone time to myself, just unstructured, not that I necessarily meditate during those times, but just having some time where it's not so much stimulation, I found, or socializing or uh, things like that not actively needing to do something really that unstructured time is so precious because it allows me to really check in with my body in that moment and really honor whatever it is that it's feeling inside. And it's hard to predict. In fact, you can't possibly predict how you will feel in that time, say tomorrow or in this period between these two events. So really just giving yourself that space and it really helps you to tune into your body more and just and and your body would appreciate that too like oh you're honoring me like don't feel like you have to keep all of the commitments that you made especially if you don't have any breathing room between the two i remember my last day i was rushing from badminton to one dinner to another dinner to board games and I was just like oh my goodness, my whole body. And and I would say just become more familiar with the signs that you are getting overwhelmed or saturated or just so exhausted or burnt out. For me, I was getting a headache and I just felt this achiness all over my entire body. And even though the thought of going to board games still excited me, I I also was just like, it was just conflicting feelings inside. So I honored myself by going, but leaving early. Like I feel like in cases where there are people or friends waiting specifically for me, I try my best to at least show up, even just for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, really let them know how much I appreciate them and want to spend time with them, but just tapping out a bit early if I'm still feeling that way and really wanting to just retreat home. I found that that's a nice middle ground, rather than I feel like I judge myself sometimes as being flaky or inconsistent or unreliable if I don't show up for things. Then it's like, how can people make plans with me? And I thankfully, that was not a particular thing I have had to deal with in my life because I've usually just pushed myself to do things. and show up for them, but I do know from chatting and and um, all my other experiences with other HSPs, uh, especially that it is hard uh, sometimes. And it's just we we really want to, but sometimes our bodies are just like, no, I can't can't handle any more things anymore. Like really just need to recharge, or to do something different and. Truly, it has nothing to do with the other person. It's it's really an internal thing. So I would say get um, just check in with yourself next time. Get accustomed to just seeing what are the ways that your body tries to speak to you and let you know that perhaps something is a bit much. Um, another thing that comes to mind, and this is specifically if you are self-employed versus. You know, we can't really um, reprioritize things if we have a nine to five and we are needing to show up and be there for certain hours. But if you're an entrepreneur like me or a freelancer or self-employed, it can be very easy sometimes to uh, get tempted by a cool event or socializing or hanging out or this or that, especially if you hear about it later on, you're like, oh, I think I can squeeze it into my schedule. Let me just <laughs> push this to-do list on my task thing, uh, work deadline until later, because you get to set your own pace with that. And I found that I really need to honor my work hours, my work time, and really just block off some time for, on the, the work days and really treat it as seriously as a nine-to-five job where I need to show up for myself. I need to show up for the work that I'm so passionate about doing that I want to bring forth into the world. And it's really, um, sometimes it's not always that way that work comes first, but I've found that I was prioritizing a bit too much the the fun things and it just went off balance and it shifted. A bit, So I'm just trying to get into a rhythm and a, and a balance that works for me. Um, and for you, in terms of just, again, checking in with your body on what is more important to you as well, maybe just trying to take two potential ways that you can spend, say, the next hour and really just try to see if you can get any sort of feeling from one or the other. You can close your eyes. You can... Try to visualize just if there's two roads, just visualize going down that path a bit, see if anything comes up. And if nothing comes up, that's okay. I judged myself for a long time for being numb because I was so disconnected from myself. But a lot of times you do, you may notice that one path just speaks to you a bit more. You feel pulled to it in some way. Uh, and if not, then truly there's no right answer. Just pick one on the flipping the coin trick is also a fun one where you tell yourself, okay, you assign heads to this path, tails to this path, and you flip the coin and you're like, okay, I'm just going to do what the coin decides. But sometimes when it lands on something that you didn't want to do compared to the other one, you're like, You just get this feeling of like, no, I wanted to do the other one. And that actually gives you that information that you needed that could be that tiebreaker between those two things. So, yep. So just either the meditate, go down the path, see what feelings come up or try the coin flip one. And yeah, and also just, I would say, have on hand ways that you like to recharge yourself and refresh yourself too. Because sometimes when you are just flooded and you're just like, I am exhausted, but I don't know what I need right now. And sometimes it just helps to have your list. You're like, okay, here are the things that I typically go to to to, that that does recharge my batteries, and then you can just pick one. And if none of them really speak to you, then just try to pick one and see how it goes for you. But really, giving yourself that space without guilt, because I know we people pleasers. We it's really hard to say no. We're really worried that the other person who invited us will be offended, or maybe they won't ever invite us again, or think of us, or anything. And you probably already know this, but there are definitely ways of saying no that are um, I mean more, more preserving of the relationship. than But again, you don't need to give a reason or explanation. You could just say, no, thanks, or no, I'm not free, or no, I can't go. There are so many ways, and please find your own style that feels right or in integrity with you, I typically, I think I like to end on a positive. So I think just saying, Oh no, I can't make it, but thank you so much for inviting me. And please let me know next time on what's happening, or maybe I'll invite them out next time to something and really just pairing that together, just to let them know that it truly isn't for lack of wanting to go unless you truly are not wanting to go, then, Then you can just say, oh, no, thanks, I'm not really as into that, or work's really busy, or I've got other plans, or I've just got too much to cram in. I do remember one person asked to meet up with me one-on-one before I left town, and I just said, I'm so sorry. I, I am swamped with so many activities already and overloaded, but we can chat if you'd like to join for this group activity, then we can Chat a bit more. I just can't fit in yet another thing into my schedule. So, just experimenting and finding what works for you um, and going from there. And again, this could be another great exercise for you to just write down some things. Here's just your like overwhelmed survival guide. (laughs) Here are the rejuvenating activities. Here are ways to say no and more protect your energetic boundaries. And yeah, and other ways to just conserve your energy. And here are ways to check in with yourself. All of these are just, uh, it really is what a difference when I learned these tools and things to, yeah, it really helped my mental health to be an advocate for myself and to recognize that I don't have infinite energy and capacity to do everything I want to do, even though I really do want to do it all. Um, So, and yeah, just not having guilt or shame about it because we are human, we have finite capacity. That's just how it is. And we will need to make choices and trade-offs at points. So yeah, that's just a little bit riffing for this episode, but I hope that was helpful. And as always, if you'd like to connect with me more about any of these various topics, Just send me an email or a message on social media. You can also join my free Facebook group community, Exceptions. All the links would be in the show notes. So thank you so much, and I'll see you next time. Hey, thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. If you enjoyed this show, please leave a review, share with someone you love, or subscribe so that you never miss an episode. If you'd like to connect more about any of these topics, feel free to schedule a chat with me at drtoonie.com, D-R-T-O-O-N-I.com, or join my exceptions self-acceptance community. Links are all in the show notes. See you next week.